Hi, friends, and welcome to All Things Relatable, a place where stories are shared. It's hard to put a value on a story because the lasting effects it can have are often priceless. An individual's story has the potential to impact our lives in tremendous ways. My hope for you in joining me today is that this episode resonates with you and that you leave enlightened, ignited, and inspired because it only takes one moment to spark a change and leave an everlasting effect. My next guest, Jake Kelfer, vibrates at a high level. He gives off this unique energy that's powerful and gives you a sense that he's unstoppable while also being likable. Jake is a motivational speaker, a coach who serves ambitious entrepreneurs, and an author of multiple best-selling books. His skill set is diverse. Today, he's going to talk about how to write and launch a best-selling book in just an hour a day. Hey, Jake, I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. Of course. I'm excited to be here. We're going to have some fun today. Oh, yeah. Okay. So before we dive in about how to write a best-selling book in just an hour a day. Can you take us back to the beginning of your journey? Because you wrote multiple books. So what was the journey like getting into your first book and what was your why behind it? So, so I was working for the Lakers right out of college. I'm a big basketball guy. I was born in Southern California. So working for the Lakers was one of those dream come true opportunities and I couldn't pass it up. So I started my career working with the Lakers and it happens to be Kobe's final NBA season. And while I was there, I, I was involved with the corporate partnerships division, meaning I did everything that tied the Lakers with a brand partner. So the half court contest, I would pick the contestant, bring them out there, the half the, the halftime contest, all those things. And what I got to see was the impact that the Lakers, but more specifically that Kobe had on everybody. And you would see people spending their life savings. You would see people traveling from all over the world to come to a Lakers game. And I was like, dang. Like, I want to make an impact like this. And in my mind, up to that point, you had to have a certain amount of success. You had to reach a certain milestone. You had to have a certain amount of followers to be able to make an impact like Kobe was having on these people. And then I started to rethink it. And I started to think, well, what if I didn't change everybody's world, but I changed one person's world? And I came home one night and I said, well, what do I know and how can I help? Those were the two questions that really started me on this path of writing, because when I asked myself those questions, all I really knew as a 22, 23 year old kid was, how did I get my dream job? How did I get a dream internship? All the kids in my fraternity would ask me these questions. And I had a brother who's, I have a brother who's three and a half years younger. So he was going through college and and having fun. I was like, you know what, what if I help these guys get uh, better networking skills and interviewing skills so they can get better internships and jobs um, so they can have more fun in college. And that's what ended up becoming the premise of my first book. And so when Kobe retired at the end of that season, I retired. And on May 1st, I launched my book, Elevate Beyond, which was all about how to stand out in the job market and discover your passion. And boom, that was the beginning of my writing, speaking, and the next level personal development phase. Wow. Okay. I love how you brought up that point that sometimes I think we get... um misled into thinking, you know, we have to have like the status and the money or the celebrity to make an impact. But when you break it down to like the one, like how can you make an impact and start with just one person and we all have that ability. So I love that you, yeah, went there, launched your book. So you're going to talk about how to launch a book in an hour a day. When you first started, 
like, how was the process? Did you, were you an hour a day and like, um, got it out right away or, or was this like, I don't know, were, were there struggles in like the process for you through? Yeah. Let, let me be honest. I, I had no clue what I was doing. All right. All I knew was that a mentor of mine had challenged me to turn my ideas into a book. And at this point I, I was, you know, 23 years old. And I was like, screw it. If I'm going to write a book, I might as well try to make a bestseller. So I went from this idea in the end of a year, beginning of the new year to a launch in five months. Uh, so it's five, six months from the idea to launch, which is a really short turnaround time. So that I had done really well, but the writing process, I had no, no idea what I was doing. I didn't associate myself as a writer. I was just somebody that recognized that the mission and the message to share to help somebody's life change was more important than if I was or wasn't a great writer, what font size I used, what font type I used. That was not as important to me as I needed to get this message out there. And so I literally spent a ton of time and I was also working for the Lakers when I wrote this book. So I would leave my house at 5.30 in the morning and I would try to avoid LA traffic. I'd get to the Lakers office and for about an hour, I would write my book and then I would go in. So as I'm talking about it, yeah, it was probably close to an hour a day. But at the time, that wasn't like my process or anything. We refined that. And then when it came to like launching the book, I didn't know what to call it. I didn't know what colors to use. I didn't know how to brand it. I didn't know how to, how to actually pick a date or anything. So I just started having fun with it. And I ended up saying, you know, like I ended up, there's a longer story, but I ended up calling it Elevate Beyond. It was great words. Beyond was something that comes from infinity and beyond from Toy Story. It was something that we developed in, in family with my mom, my brother. We she used to say, how much do I love you? And we would say uh, a million, gazillions, infinity and beyond. So beyond like had its meaning. Um, the colors, I, I was like, what colors do I use? And I ended up dedicating the colors, the neon green, the black and the white. One of my best friends who passed away, his favorite color is neon green. So there was that. Um, I said, when do I launch it? And I was like, well, Kobe's retiring at the end of the season. I'll retire and, and launch it then. And so all of these things, I just tried to really make this process as fun as possible. And at the end of it, I realized, okay, what did I do for this one that I could start to repeat for my second, my third? And now we've been able to curate a really incredible process. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's just incredible. And I just think back to like, you were 22, 23 when you started this process, like that just seems so young to be in such a position like that. Do you think that it was from surrounding yourself? Um, I guess with the Lakers and people that performed at an elite level or people that just were thinking differently, like, because at 22, 23 to have this vision of writing a book and then all of your ideas, how you want to impact, where did that kind of come from? So it's, it's, it's funny that you bring that up. So I was on a podcast and you know, you, you, I think you listened to this with Tracy mm -hmm. and we were talking about this, like Enneagram and these different things about, you know, how I have this huge desire to win and I'd love to win. I'd love to compete. And internally, I always have this drive to just be as great as I possibly can. And because of that, I think that's where it really stems from is you know what, how cool would it be for me at 23 to release my first book? What other 23 year old has a book? And I was thinking, how do I give myself the advantage over other people in the job market? Or how do I show somebody else that I'm serious? When I have an idea, I put my mind to it and I commit to it. And that's why I wanted to really get it out. The message and the help was obviously the primary goal. But I think the reason I was confident enough to go after it in the form of a book was because I was like, this is a challenge. 
And I want to prove to myself that I can do it. But I also want to say, heck yeah, like I did this. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, let's boost the resume up a little bit and boost that internal confidence. And that was something that like has played a big role because it just set the stage for me to be willing to take bigger risks and bigger challenges. And mm. that paid tons of dividends in my life in the form of friendships, financial gain, fun, you know, and all these other epic experiences that creates a wonderful life. Wow. And I love how you say, like how lucky that at such a young age that you were able to like elevate, right? You were the one that were, was standing out at, at such a young age for in the job force, right? Like, um, so then you write your first book, you write a second book and a third book, and now you're teaching other people how they can get their message out to the world in like a one hour a day process. So like, what does that journey look like for someone who's maybe has an idea, thinks they want to write a book, doesn't know if they want to write a book, but they've got something brewing or maybe like this, this pull forward, like how do you even start that process? Well, that's a wonderful question. And I think that, look, I think that every one of us, if we've ever had that feeling to write a book, that's a feeling that doesn't really go away. It's a feeling that you're like, oh, I want to do this. And you've journaled about it. Maybe you've written a notebook. Maybe you've written 20 pages. And then something comes up and it stops you from actually finishing it. Maybe it's, it's doubt. Maybe it's a worry. Maybe it's vulnerability. Maybe it's not the right time. Whatever it is. And then you stop. And then a couple of years go by and you still have that pull. And then you want to, you try to write it again. And so what I would say is like, when you're really understanding that, is first recognize that you have this calling, lean into that calling and that discomfort that, that might come with the, the scariness of saying, oh shoot, I, I'm supposed to write a book. Like <laughs> this is what I'm being called to do and tap into that. But then once you recognize that, is it gotta, you gotta be honest and ask yourself, why do you want to write this? If you don't have a strong enough, why do you want to write this? We call this an intention. If you don't have a strong enough intention, you're not going to finish your book. Because when it gets tough and when you face a roadblock, whether you're hired somebody or you do it on your own, you're just going to say, ah, I'll do it later. Guess what later becomes? Never. 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 And the other component to that is when you're really beginning is you got to understand why do you want to do it? And you got to understand why do you want to do it now? Because you may want to do it to grow a business. Great. But if you don't want to grow that business now, then you aren't going to be motivated to finish the book in the first place. So you have to have a strong intention of why do you want to do it? What is the purpose? What is the intention? And then you have to have an understanding of why do you want to do it now? Why is now the time versus all the other times that you've ever had? Why is now the game-changing moment in your life? And once you have that dialed in, you can then start to feel more committed to the idea. And that's where you can get help, start to dig in, do more research and let it go. And you can commit a little bit more and you'll start to be able to see a little bit more progress as you go, but you've got to establish why do you want to write this book and why do you want to write it now? Um, otherwise it's going to be very hard to complete it when, when stuff comes up. Right. Okay. And so you say an hour a day, like if somebody is right now, like this is my intention, this is my why, this is the time, like now is the time, but they are thinking like, I, I don't have an hour a day. Like I have got 30 minutes. Is that a place to start? Or is it like, no, everybody has an hour. You just need to find that in your schedule, like make the time for it. If you think it's now, or is it like, is that hour really important? 
Yes. <laughs> Just yes to it all. So, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? We're going to say an hour a day. Obviously, that's like our, our goal. On one hand, if you only have 30 minutes, we can work with that. On the other hand, everybody's got an hour if they're willing to make time for an hour, if they view what they're doing in that hour of priority, right? There's always time in the day. It's a matter of what we prioritize. Now, that being said, an hour a day is what we recommend. It gives you a lot more freedom. And we could break down the numbers too of how that looks, but you could do it. You know, we typically recommend anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes, four to five times a week. If you can do that, you'll be able to write a book. Now, I want to make a very clear uh, statement here. And that this is when we're talking about writing a nonfiction book that is going to be utilized to, to build a business, to get speaking engagements, to share a message, build legacy, et cetera. This is not necessarily the same as if you were to be writing a fiction book. Okay, because there's a lot more character development. There's a lot more things that go into it. This is if you're really taking knowledge and existing experiences, stories, and you're putting it into a nonfiction book that's going to help somebody else achieve a result or have more fun or, or solve a problem. Okay, there's a big difference there. And I just want to like share that with everyone because someone might be like, Jake, you're absurd. Like I'm writing a fiction book. It's not an hour a day. But I want to just make that clear. Now, that being said, an hour a day, totally doable. We've had people finish a rough draft in less than 27 days while working on it less than an hour a day, right? Like that's insane. And even as I say it sometimes, and I've seen it over and over again, it's still sometimes hard to believe. And the reason why we're able to help people do this in an hour a day is twofold. One, a lot of the people that we work with are busy. Most people in this world are busy. And so knowing that I run multiple businesses, I didn't have extra hours to just write and commit. I couldn't go lock myself in a cabin in the woods, grow a grizzly beard and turn into masterpiece six months later. That wasn't going to happen. But instead, I had to find a way, how do I get it done? And how do I utilize that time while writing the book to then be leveraged into other productive tasks? And so we designed this process for people that are super busy so that they can do it an hour a day and still be able to double down the effort they put in there and use it for other things. For example, when a lot of the people that we work with, they write their book in an hour a day, but they're also building social content at the same time. So now they don't need to spend an extra hour creating social content. They now have that because they followed the process. They have a chapter, they have the, the key talking points. These are reels, live videos, stories, et cetera. And so we're able to build buzz and we're able to double down while actually writing, which I should not say you write an hour a day. I should say you get an hour a day back when you write a book, right? Like let's, let's go even deeper <laughs> into that. And the second component of that is we've figured out when you want to write in an hour a day, you can't just say, oh, I'm going to write a book and it's going to be an hour a day. You need to have the process in place that can help you stay on track, that can help you move forward, and that can help you figure out what to do when obstacles arise. Mm. And that is something that is really, really powerful for people when they're writing the book is if they have a step-by-step -step process, if they've done the prep work, well, now writing becomes a little bit easier. And when it's easier, you're more likely to show up. You're more likely to be consistent and continue doing it. Right. Oh my gosh. That makes total sense. I have a question about that within like kind of the hour a day ish. I know I've heard people that have written books. It's like they kind of get into the flow, right. Or that creative space where stuff just flows. What happens if you're like, in the hour a day and you're like, oh my gosh, like this week, like nothing is coming. Like, does that ever happen? Or is, are there some times where it's like, maybe you get in the flow and it, it's more time. You have both. You have both. So there's one of the first things that I always tell people to do. And we do this when we help people write books is we say, create what's called book time. Book time goes on your calendar. And this is the time that's non-negotiable for you to write your book. 
I recommend ideally 60 minutes, right? That's kind of what I would ideally like to see you do, but maybe it's 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night. We work with a lot of families, a lot of moms, and they're, it's early morning and after the kids are in bed, or it's early morning and after the kids are dropped off at school, whatever. And so there's that component is you put book time in and we start to build that habit and build that consistency so that you get into the habit of showing up throughout this process. By the time you're actually writing your book, you now have understood in your mind, hey, I'm going to show up on these days. Once you actually start writing, though, there are two types of days, three types of days, really. The days that you don't want to be there and nothing's coming out. The days that are good and you just execute. And then there's the days that you're like, holy shit, I'm on top of the world. I can write this entire book. On the days that you don't feel like showing up, the most critical thing you can do is show up. Mm. you show up you may not get a ton done that day but you show up you trust the process and you continue to type continue to write continue to speak it however you're going about creating your book the second type what happens is it's a good day great you wrote for 45 minutes awesome you're done call it a day the third type is flow state i always say 30 60 minutes plus flow state time because flow state time is when you are just moving and grooving you're shaking and baking you're making things happen and In my second book, this is where I recognize the power of that is I had a little bit of a time block said, Hey, I got about an hour to do this, but I didn't put anything on the back end of it. And I found myself getting into a serious flow state. And I ended up writing five out of my 25 chapters in one single setting. The amount of productivity that came from that was unbelievable. It didn't take me five hours. It took me two hours and I got five chapters done. So that is something that is really powerful is when you can open yourself up to giving yourself that freedom while also building the consistent habit of showing up even when you don't want to. That's the secret sauce and the magic that can help you dance between. And when you play the law of averages in, boom, it works out. And then you have this book. Okay. I have a quick question. So I'm like a writer. I love to write everything down. I don't like to type or, or maybe speak it out. Is there a way like that people can write these pages like out? freehand and then get them onto the computer? Like, is there an easy way to do that? So I'm going to say yes, but I'm going to put an asterisk on it and I'm designing an asterisk with my finger for some reason. (laughs) Um, But but yes, there's, there's a way to do it. And the reason I say there's an asterisk is because uh, most of the time people that do write it, that work with us, they just, they just end up typing it themselves because it's also part of the editing phase. However, you can, there are services where people will type up different things for you. So you could send them pictures and then they'll actually type it. I think there's even technology where you can actually upload a picture and it'll transcribe it for you. So you take a picture of the written. Again, there's an asterisk on there because I'm not hundred percent sure on that specifically. Um, but that is something that I, I do believe it exists. And I do believe it's not crazy hard to find, nor is it crazy expensive. Okay. So then you have this book, you've spent like an hour a day for how long? So a lot of people finish their rough draft in 30 days. That's kind of like a, a goal that we set for our clients, but it could take people a little bit longer, you know, like life happens. We understand that. And so for some people it's 20, 25 days for some people it's 40, 45 days. Um, it kind of ranges, but you spend about uh, around a month and you have this book and then it's, and then it's showtime. All right. And so, so what happens after this is, is you have this book And the way we teach it is you go into what's called the self-editing phase. So when we teach you on how to write your book, we primarily tell you when you're writing your rough draft 
and we call it the doggy draft. Okay. Your, 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 your first draft, your rough draft is called the doggy draft. And the reason we do that is because it's absolutely rough. Okay. Absolutely rough. Right. So it's your doggy draft because it's rough. Yeah. We, we have silly puns and, and things that, that we do in there. And once you're done there, what we tell you to do when you're writing your rough draft is we tell you don't edit as you write. Don't edit as you go. Focus on ideas, executing, and writing. The self-editing phase is now before you go on to an actual editor, you now start to do the verbal read-through and the, and the actual chapter-by-chapter chapter read-through and you make your own edits. That's how people finish their draft early, but also how you still get a really great um, how you really can make sure your voice is in alignment, how you can see your growth throughout the process, how you can tap into like, oh, you know what? I need to adjust this story. I went this way initially, but now that I'm reading it out loud, my reader would appreciate X, Y, Z direction. And so that's what happens following once you have this book and then you go to editing, cover design, formatting, and then you're ready to launch. Okay. So from start to finish, like if somebody reaches out to you and is like, I'm ready to write my book. I know my why, my intention, it's now, and they get into the process, then how long does it actually take? Does it take a year after that to get it published or does it like come out right away? So we, we typically see that our, our authors finish it in four to six months. Our goal is to get you to finish it in four. You have one month of essentially prep work, one month of writing, one month of backend, and then one month of launching. And um, what, we, what we do is oftentimes we encourage most of our authors, every single one of our authors is self-publishing. And mm-hmm. there's a big difference between traditional publishing and self-publishing, but, but the gist of it here is, and the reason we do self-publishing is because you get you're in control of the timeline. You get to maintain 100% of your rights. You get to launch it whenever. You can have different ways of distributing it, which is really great for lead generation, speaking engagements, and, and different type of de- delivery mechanisms. Um, and so when, you, when you're doing it self-published, you can upload it as soon as you're ready. And so that has the process go super quickly. So you write for a month, you revise for two weeks, you edit for three to four weeks, you get it formatted, you get your cover design. There's overlapping times in there based on our process. But for the most part, you have the power as soon as the book is completed and it's high quality, because we're not going to deliver a piece of garbage. Let's be honest here. People, Mm -hmm. you're putting your heart and soul into this book. We're going to make it good. And we're going to make it something you're really proud of. And then we're going to upload it and we're going to get it published. And you're going to have it on Amazon. You're going to have it distributed all over the world. And it's going to be the greatest thing that ever happened. Like that's what, that's where it goes to. So the, the, it doesn't take you a year after that. It could take you as much as a month. It could take you two months, it could take you three months. There's different timeframes based on your objectives, but overall it's, it's a couple months after, after you write this rough draft, you're ready to rock and roll. Like that seems insane. That's like a season or a couple seasons really that you can start and have your book out into the world. Like that is just seems insane when you break it down like that. Well, and and imagine this, like I'll give you an even more mind blowing analogy. We, a lot of people talk about college, right? And there's this, there's this interesting dynamic of, well, should you go to college, but you won't invest in your education at once you graduate, right? Like there's this conversation of people saying, well, college or self-development and, and all this stuff. And, and the real question here is I'm not going to bring in is, is one or not, is one worth the, the other? The question I want to ask you is if you were told when you went to school, high school, college, whatever, trade school, whatever it may be, and they said, hey, in this semester, we're going to start this semester. By the end of it, you're going to have a book with your name on it. You'd think it's absolutely batshit crazy, right? 
But that's exactly what we do. We take you through essentially an entire semester and your course that you're investing in, right? Your course, whether you invest it or you just do it yourself, is you're going to create a book. And at the end of these four months, you're going to go on the summer vacation and you're going to party and celebrate the lunch. Or if you do it on winter break, you're going to celebrate the holidays. That's essentially what it is. And it's very doable, but it all starts with, are you committed? Do you have your intention? And why do you want to do it now? Right? You see now how important those pieces are as we've talked about this process. Yes, absolutely. Because everybody, like everybody has a story or has an idea. Um, but then I guess it is, that's what it always seems to comes back to is the consistency. If you consistently show up that, you know, that you're going to hit obstacles and keep showing up through the tough stuff, then, I mean, if you don't quit and you just keep going, then something's got to come out of it. So that, yeah, those are so key. So like, what has been the biggest blessing or maybe the biggest, um, lesson that you've learned through writing these books that you've went through the process of like, what's come out of it after publishing, you've published three books already. What's the best feedback or or whatever it is, like the best thing you're like, oh my gosh, like this is the best, most incredible thing that I've done. Everybody's got to write a book. Like, what is it? There's multiple answers. All right. I I can't keep it to one. I I just like it too much. Right. (laughs) The the thing that I think one of the things that excites me the most is when somebody reaches out to me and sends me a message and Jake, I just read your book. And this was the result. Jake, I, I, I I read your book. I'm in Africa and I read your book and I got a job because of that book. Jake, your book is the book that I go to. Anytime I'm going to a networking event or a meeting, I pull out your book from my shelf. I read a couple of chapters. I feel good. Jake, oh my gosh, I started my business because of this book. The people that you interviewed inspired me. That's an internal feeling that is unparalleled. And at the end of the day, we all want to feel loved, seen, and heard. I feel seen, loved, and heard when someone gives me that that feedback because my work and effort resulted in a positive gain for them. I love that. feels really great. Um, More tangible benefits outside of that are... I've been able to speak all over the world. I was invited to China because I wrote a book and I did a 10-day speaking tour with two translators and it was an unreal experience. I've built multiple businesses off the back end of them. And I've been able to inspire thousands and thousands of people around the globe. At the very beginning of this episode, I said, what was one of the, that big reasons you asked me, what, how did I start writing this first book? And I said, because I saw the impact that Kobe Bryant made on the world and I knew that it, I couldn't change everyone's world, but I could change someone's world. And now I've been able to change thousands of people's world, but it all started because I took the chance to write a book, to share a message that thought could help somebody. Wow. Do you think that everybody has inside of them? Like, I, I, I feel like everybody has a story inside of them. Maybe not everybody has like a nonfiction book. Do, do you feel like everybody has that or maybe just certain people are called to do it? I feel everybody has a story. I feel that everyone has the opportunity if they wanted to write a book to do it. And I believe everybody could. And I believe every entrepreneur can benefit greatly from a book. But I don't think every person needs to write a book. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think like it should be something that you feel obligated to do. I think it should be something that you feel excited to do. And when you know why you want to do it, then it will become a realistic opportunity. So do, but ultimately, do I believe everyone has a story? A hundred percent. I think we all have a unique story. Everybody's life is so different. Even the person that's closest to you in the world has a story that's wildly different than yours. 
And somebody that you've never met that's thousands of miles away might have the most exact similarities to your life you've ever imagined. And so I do think there's power in stories and sharing your stories, but I don't necessarily think that everybody has to write a book. I think you should write a book if you feel called to write a book. I think you should write a book if you want to grow a business. I feel you should write a book if it's something that you want to do um, and that you believe in because there's so much therapeutic efforts when it comes to writing a book. There are so many external benefits and internal benefits that I can't even begin to describe right now because we don't have enough time. But there are so many benefits to writing a book that go beyond just sharing a story. Mm-hmm. So are you, you have three books out right now published. Do you have another one in the works? Yeah, yeah, no, no, give me a secret, the secret, uh, yeah, yeah, so I am, I am working on, and I'm not, I haven't officially started it, but I have the idea of what's going to be book number four, I also have a couple other books in, in my mind of what I'm going to do, but book number four is going to be a special one, and I'm working on it before I start actually working on the book, I'm, I'm coming up with a creative way to potentially invite anyone who wants to write a book to actually watch how I actually do it in an hour a day in four months or less. And so, so cool. that's going to be interesting to, to see. And, and also it's going to require, you know, on my end, like, like real transparency, which is nerve wracking because I'm the guy that's telling you how to do this and, you know, life's going to happen and something may come up and it may be an hour, seven minutes, you know, like, so it's going to be really a fun thing, but I, I want to take people on that journey because I want to show them that it's possible. And I want to show people that, that it's real. And so I'm, I'm working on a way to, to figure out how I can do that for book four. And then uh, hopefully by the end of 2022, I'll have uh, started book four or, or it be done. Um, that's kind of what we're looking at. Things can change, but we're excited about it. Yay. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. I'm like, what month is it now? April? Yeah. 22. You still have like tons of time. Like how yeah. cool would that process be to, um, yeah, for everyone who wants to jump on board and kind of come alongside and see it in action. Yeah. And I'll throw like, like things that we tell our authors to do is you, you want to get creative, right? You want to figure out ways that people can share it and talk about it. Well, what better way f- for me to get promotion than by having people watch what I'm doing and be invested in the process. You can also throw in like, Hey, anybody that watches it, you get to be in the acknowledgements of the book. Now it becomes like this inclusive process. And guess what? If you're in a book, are you going to share that book? Of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and so all of a sudden, what you've done is you've taken just the process of writing a book. Now I've turned it into a, a, a marketing game, a, a game of inclusion, a feeling of showing people that it's possible. You've taken a simple task, not an easy task, uh, but a simple task of creating this book. And now you've turned it into an opportunity to inspire more people. Isn't that the whole point of why you want to do it in the first place? So Absolutely. Now, you're yourself, now you're giving yourself these chances to, to really get creative, have some fun with it and to, to build on top of it based on why you're doing it in the first place. Okay. I think, I feel like this is kind of like the perfect place to end. I just want to say, I've heard you say the word fun over and over and over again. And I feel like that is something that, you know, when, when people think of writing a book, I don't know, overwhelm. Oh my, like all of these things I think could come flooding in. But when you've been through the process, made it fun, got creative, it just kind of shows other people when you have a process in place, working with somebody like you, who's done it, uh, values the fun part of it, who wants to sit down and trudge and write a book and the process be like crap, like crap the whole way. Like nobody wants that. But so if you have 
this process that'll take you from point A to point B to, to the launch and are able to have fun, I think then maybe people will be like, okay, this is something that I want to add a little fun to my life. I have this why I've got this idea. So if somebody is out there right now and they're like, okay, I'm ready. I've got this idea. I know my intention. I know my why I need the process. How can they reach out to you? Possibly be a part of this, like book number four, or even start their creative process. Uh, before I do that, I want to, I want to touch on the, the fun part. Okay. If you're not having fun, then what are you doing? Like, like you gotta have fun. And I'll be the first to admit writing a book to me when I started, not a fun task. Now we've made it a fun task and we're trying to make book writing fun and easy for the masses. And the way we do that is we literally have now gamification that we've added into our program. So you actually get raffle prizes and ticket entries every time you finish a task. And then we have different raffles, different products, partner products, coaching, et cetera. And then on top of that, we have milestones. Every time you unlock a milestone, you get a prize. And now it just makes this writing a book all fun. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, like I got to get this level. Like I need this prize, right? And so you make it fun and it becomes easier because you're showing up more consistently. But anyways, you asked me, what, what's the next step? Well, the best thing to do would be to go to my Instagram at Jake Kelfer and slide on in those DMs. Let's have a great conversation. Let's talk about it. I'll chat with you. We'll have a good time. And then the other thing that you could do is when you're on my Instagram is you could go to the, in, the link in my bio and it's going to direct you to an on-demand training called how to write and launch a best-selling book in one hour a day. And it's going to take you through the steps that we teach. It's going to show you how to find and validate your big idea. It's going to show you how to uh, use the Avengers process to outlining your book. It's going to show you how to make your book a bestseller. And it's going to show you how it can help you grow a business. There's a bunch more that's included in that, but that's the gist of what it shares. So go to Instagram at Jake Kelfer, uh, message me in the DMs, or uh, go ahead and hit that link in my bio and you'll get access to our free training. How exciting. I just feel like this is like opening up the world of possibility to so many people that are, are just ready and waiting and like, where is the process? So um, thank you so much for sharing a little bit of your story and um, yeah how to write a book in an hour a day. I think that the world is just going to be blessed with so many more uh, juicy stories that everybody needs to, to get a copy of. Like now, I think a process like this is making it possible because so many ideas are just sitting, you know, in those minds, just sitting there. And now that the process is, is kind of shown to them, maybe they'll jump on board and actually finally get this out into the world. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I can't wait to uh, see how this book number four kind of comes out and what the process looks like and follow you along your journey. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is a blast. Love the questions, love the energy. And um, thank you for everyone who listened too. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of All Things Relatable. If you know someone that would relate to this episode and get value from it, please pass it along. Also, if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe.